One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back. No questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. When you get married, you marry for different reasons than when you're older and have a family. And I think that there's a grandiose, romantic notion that, you know, it's it's romantic to keep, take care of the person you love and it's what you're supposed to do. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. Okay, well, this is the Mom Truths Podcast, and we are Kat and Nat, your hosts. We're no longer changing the name against advice against people who are smarter in this industry than us, and they said, don't do it. We said, all right, we'll <laughs> listen to you. So here's what we're going to say. Here's the Mom Truths Podcast brought to you by Kat and Nat, and for all the Mom Truths real hosing OG listeners, off the rails. There we go. <laughs> um, you guys submitted your questions. We're going to answer them. Um, I hope that there are people who listen to the podcast I always think of that I'm like I think some people just submit their questions and I'm like we answered that last week do you not listen to our podcast mm, touche let's take a listen so why is it that during this pandemic it seems like moms are the ones who end up having to bear the brunt of the load like working from home taking care of the kids all day homeschooling dishes supper laundry all at the same time all at once 
Huh. You know, I as you were describing all those jobs, and, and a, a part of my mind wanted to say that that's not the way it is or that's not the way it should be. You're so right. That is what happens. And, 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 and it really... Things need to change. I think that we need to, uh, we can do th- little things for ourselves. But I, when I'm th- I think about this because, you know, for us, like I'm, <clears throat> you know, I've been a mom for 12 years. And you're right. Like a lot of that does fall onto the mom, all the little things, even though she's doing, she in theory is doing all the same things that her husband's doing. And it still falls on us women. And it's, 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 it's old fashioned, if I'm frank. You're not Frank, you're Natalie, but no, I, I, I mean, I, I, God, I'm so tired of even, uh, it's just like, let's just do it. Like, it's like, I don't really have a response because I think that, you know, I guess we raise our sons to, to, and our, our daughters to do different. I don't know if we have a lot of hope for this generation other than leading to arguments and to, you know, like do less so that they can do more unless that drives you crazy, you know? But I think that when we got married and we've had this conversation quite a lot recently, when you get married, you marry for different reasons than when you're older and have a family. And I think that there's a grandiose romantic notion that, you know, it's it's romantic to take care of the person you love and it's what you're supposed to do and compromise. And But as you go in more and more, you begin to realize that you're compromising yourself um, because you're doing everything and it leads... It's not real fucking romantic, by the way. And I have to say that... Um I used to, I used to would have said that this was a lost cause, but because of our predicament and the ability that we had to start, um, as our kids were like, you know, about 10, able to actually, um, we were able to travel and go away, which put other people in the hands of taking charge of the children and the children started to do things for mm-hmm. for, your, for themselves. I don't know how old your kids are, but I think the only way that we can start to tra- change the way things are now, because, you know, to look back and say it's a lost cause is kind of depressing. And I think that there are things you can do, but you have to step back and you have to, you know, it's the same thing as you to treat people how to teach you. you teach people how to treat you you have to show people what their jobs are and that will then take some of the load off of you Mm -hmm. but it takes practice and it's hard and it's so much easier to just do it yourself but we have learned that there are ways yeah i did say like do less and then you'll see but it's for some people they do less and then they're sitting in a frustration 15 paid pounds of laundry Mm -hmm. and dishes that aren't done and then you're arguing over you know the same thing over and over again so like if you step away and it still doesn't get done and that bothers you that's something you really have to assess and you know I mean I think that that's a really common argument for people is like I'm doing everything Mm -hmm. and and they're like well I'm not asking you to do everything Mm -hmm. you're just doing everything so I think that you know not doing everything for your kids is a a good place to start because children are very capable and when I say teach the younger generation, what I mean by that is like, you know, my son makes himself breakfast every morning. My daughter did it. He makes eggs. He makes, you know, like he makes salad at nighttime with me. I, they can do their own laundry. Like, I just think that we as moms have to take the pressure off ourselves. And I think we, we sometimes make ourselves our worst enemies by, um, by just doing it all and expecting people to just help without asking. Uh, absolutely. And then and know some of you are sitting there right now be like, oh, I wish it was e- easiest for my kid to make themselves breakfast. Listen, guys, I got four kids, okay? Some of them are way more moldable to do things and some of them are going to take months of reminding. Mm-hmm. Like one kid I probably had to tell for a week and now he's on it. Another kid I've been working on since, since September and he still needs to be reminded of all the things he needs to do in the morning. So... Go easier on yourself, but definitely make small changes to make it better for you. I think you definitely can. And I mean, 
And if you can get help elsewhere in the terms of paying someone to do it to alleviate your, your plate, I mean, that will be amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, don't buy me a Christmas present. Don't buy me a birthday <laughs> present. Don't buy me a Mother's Day Just present. Just give me a cleaning lady once yeah. in my life. I give me someone once a month to come and deep clean this 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 place. Hi, Kat and Nat. My question for you guys is if either of you had disagreements or arguments with your husbands regarding the number of kids that you were planning <laughs> on having. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like this is such, you know, I know you, you that you're feeling that so many people have this exact same situation. Like, so many people are like, I want another kid. And we're like, what does your husband want? Oh, he doesn't want one. Or I don't want one. He wants seven kids. It's like, because you're two individual people with different wants and needs to, like, suggest that the two of you will just totally agree upon when you start and stop is is unrealistic. So for me, um, my husband, uh, I thought we went into the marriage knowing that we would have four kids. Like I thought that was just, it was a given. Um, the same way my first child would be called Taylor. Like it was just, it was just the way it was. After we had three, he was like, wait, I don't, I don't have four. What do you, what do you mean? I'm like, wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? Are you kidding me? So all of my kids are a year and a half apart, except for the last two, because that took an extra year of convincing. And I basically let him know, like, if I don't have my fourth child and I am perfectly ready to have another one, um, I will be disappointed forever. And then he came around. He was like, well, I don't want you to be disappointed forever. I want you to be happy. And so let's have a baby. I'll be disappointed forever. No pressure. I will be disappointed. Yeah, that's on you for the rest of your life. But fine. Carry on. Uh. Uh, me, I really, I understand both sides because I can imagine, I guess, number one, it comes down to who is the brunt, like who's doing the brunt of the work. And, you know, when I went for my third, I was kind of like to my husband, it's really no skin off your back because, you know, I'm home with them and it, I'm the one who's doing, I'm doing the, the brunt work, the grunt work of the everyday not to say he doesn't have a say, but I was like, this means this means a lot to me, and it meant more. My yes meant more than his no because he wasn't. He had no reason for his no other than that's all he knew was two kids. So I mean, I really would question like his the reasons why my husband in in the end of it all was nervous. That I'd have twins, and he really didn't feel like he could handle twins at the <laughs> end of the day <laughs> as the last two. To him, it was like that's a new car, that's a new house. Even oh yeah, did that. That's like, what, that's another thing. I think a lot of men think about it from a financial uh, point of view. And I remember my husband saying like, but if we have four kids, we can't afford more than like a three bedroom house. I go, and I I told him, I have no problem with children sharing a room. I know plenty of families that had like, I know families that have 14 kids, 12 kids, you know, and they've all survived. So I had to let him know I'm okay with not living the lifestyle that you grew up in. I need four kids. Yeah. And my husband was like, who's going to drive them to all their sports ac- activities? That means two. And I'm like, details, minutia details. Totally minutia do- details. Yeah. And you just have to really decide how important it is to you that it, 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 I mean, you have to kind of grow up and compromise as two people and know your yeses and know your noes and why, your yeah. why. And I and think the key is finding out what, yeah, exactly what is the why for not wanting or for wanting. Yeah. And I, I think you can really get to the bottom of a lot of things by that all right here we go hey cat and that have you ever been mom judged and told the judge to fuck off <laughs> something tells me kayla you have <laughs> i love uh, let me think that. let me think i don't have a recollection of anybody shaming me to my face about my parenting 
Um, they may have subtly been shaming me, but because I was so in my parenting and believing I was doing what was best for my kid, maybe I didn't hear it. Yeah, I mean, little things like, you know, when you're walking down the street and someone's like, you put put sun, like put the sunshade on your baby <laughs> there in the sun. You know, like how yeah. people will make like off the side comments. I find it's a lot of older people who think that they have a right to tell us. Uh, totally. Yeah, no, uh, I'm sure if it was someone who had a serious judgment, I'm sure I would have no problem letting them know, like, you know, this is how I do it. And yeah, keep your, I wouldn't, maybe not tell them to fuck off, but I would, yeah, I would say, I mean, I would in my head be like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hey Kayla, if you have had that situation, please write us in. We'd love to hear I about think how a lot you of did that. People get that from their parent, their mother-in-laws yep. or their father-in-laws or their, or their, their mothers or their, you know, sister-in-laws or whatever. And I think that, you have a right to be offended, a hundred percent. I wouldn't even like second guess that that offensiveness. But um, yeah, at this point, and thank you can, fucking but, God. And uh, and I think from our, our point of view, it would always be like we love someone who's like you just be them and do it the way you do it. But um, I don't think anybody is. I I used to think when people had different parenting styles and they would talk about them in front of me, I always thought they're not trying to hurt me. They're just they just think their way is better. And I'm not going to get in an argument with them about it. You know what I mean? Right. Because it doesn't matter how you parent your kids. And it doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter to you how I parent mine. Exactly. Unless you left them in my house for a month, you know? And then, <laughs> and then I'm, I'm going to parent your kids the way that then, I parent. And I'm going to let you know how you did. But if you're not living in my house, we're going to be a-okay. Mm-hmm. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. 
Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash catandnat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash catandnat. Hi, Kat and Nat. My question was, how do you manage to unplug and unwind when you get home? Um, I'm a teacher that works full time, um, and I know that you ladies are very busy too, and I find that I have a hard time turning the work side of me off uh, just to be able to enjoy my family. Uh, thank you. Her Aww. voice was such a teacher voice. I felt like she was like an audiobook recording. Like when she said she was a teacher, I could just picture her sitting, standing in front of the class and like talking about her to the children with that voice. It's so, it's so crisp. Read me some stories, Manchester. I, I do. I do. Um, I think that's really remarkable that you are a teacher and you can't turn it off. That because you care that much. You know, that sh- that's just a character of teachers often is that they care so much about their students. I think, and that you worry about them when they go home. Like, what the, what, that is the epitome of a teacher, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't know if I have advice for you because you're dealing with humans who you care about so much. And I think that's really hard to let go of it when you care about people so much and how you let it go. But you continuing to, yeah, but continuing to work too when you're around your own family, uh, you know, take moments like we as a family, we, we have the opportunity to all sit down and have dinner and there's no, there's no phones and there's no like, you know, they have to put it away. So just taking moments inside of your house to like breathe from it all. And, you know, when we watch uh, movies, we, uh, everyone's supposed to be on their phone. Maybe I can sneak it in because I pretend I'm working, but everybody else is, has to be off. Like we're watching a movie focus um so little things like you're watching a movie called focus no we want we're watching a movie focus because my kids don't watch the movie right they're on and off they can't get into the plot which therefore makes them start being noisy so you got to listen to no, because then they're like, wait, where'd that guy come from? Like, if you were watching the last right. scene, you weren't on your phone. I think and that's good advice. Like, try to make a, a moment of downtime. I don't know how old your, your kids are, but if they're little, sometimes, you know, work can be an escape in your brain to like, but if you're taking, if you're going from little people to little people, whoo, girl. Oh, girl, you're I, a hero. You know, I also find, I, I walk my dog every night with my two older kids that I don't take my phone. I don't, mm-hmm. like, we just, like, we'll walk walk for like 40 minutes and they'll just talk to me and um it is it, it, I have really found it to be a way to like I because they're they're we're doing something and they can talk to me and mm-hmm. I talk back to them and the dog's there and they I can't be phones or else it's trip and fall they're, they're we just I don't even I like I don't even think we have them like no. because we're doing and walking and like you know it's something to do rather than just sitting there um, my kids are at such different stages for movies, so it's like it barely works. Like we have maybe three movies we can watch, but mm. I would really say, um, 
yeah, try to find something really like an activity. And also, my husband comes home and plays a fucking board game every and, night with them for like an hour. Oh, and my husband goes with my daughter because she is she's a teen now, right? Well, not yet. I mean, you'd think she's a teen. She's only 11. She doesn't even have her period. Oh, my God. She's getting it today for sure. For uh, sure. She walks with my husband. The two of them go and walk and they go for a long time. Then they come back and they have to talk to each other. Yeah. Which for a dad and a teenager, I know this is not your question, but you want to make sure that, you know, that continues oh, to happen. Oh, chewing the blinds. Great. They're new. Uh, oh, my God. That's a bad dog. That's a very <laughs> bad dog right there. Um, I would, yeah, I, I, I do find doing something to occupy your mind so you're not just trying to, like, like an actual game, like an actual walk, not mm-hmm. just, like, you know. Let's sit and, like, have a conversation because that's that's a lot of pressure on you and on the people in your house. Sui sure is. <laughs> Okay, here sure. we go. Last one. Sure. How do you decide what to promote and why? And what are oh. your hard no's for business? Whoa. Whoa. This is the first we used to get question yeah, on a podcast. And right. I love that. Because we used to get questions about this in interviews a lot. So basically, it's like, how do you choose what, what brand to partner with? Yeah. And which one not? And I, like, off the top of my head, I feel like it has, up, you know, in the past and up till now, it has been so easy oh yeah it's been so easy because the two of us look at each other we know we know who we are we know what we like we know what we use we know what we stand for so if a, a company were to come to us and say like what's something we wouldn't pre- a gun a diet pills diet pills um, diet drinks yeah. diet yeah like really anything diet consumption you know um, we're about like I wouldn't uh, yeah, a violence. I, I wouldn't do like a waist cincher. Yes, nothing against yeah, no no guns, no swords. Um it's just so natural to know when you know yourself and you mm-hmm. know who you are and you know what you stand for and what you always have, it's a lot easier to come to decisions and conclusions quite quickly. Uh-huh. You know? Totally. Mm, I agree. Uh yeah. And um and then and then Sometimes you work with a brand that you thought would be exactly in line with you. And they're a pain in the ass. But they're a pain in the ass and they're trying to partner with you and make you pose for things that you otherwise would never do. And that's when sometimes in the beginning we had to swallow it up a little bit. Listen, we love the product. We stood by the product. But us lounging by the side of a bath with our eyes half closed because we're relaxed and you know we're like we're taking moment in the bath like if we're going to take a picture of us in the bath we're going to be in the bath laughing yeah we're not going to be like luxuriously in lingerie spreading cream across our calves yeah no it is just sometimes yeah i think though although the industry has progressed and we have progressed Mm -hmm. with the industry and we kind of always knew sometimes you you do a partnership and you're like you're not sure you didn't know what their ask was and we, we learned really quickly that like you got it if you're partnering with us it's got to be our way or it's not going to work and we're very upfront with them and sometimes they're still like we don't care and I'm like okay um, that's shitty sometimes to have to you know go off brand and do something like not just said that you're just kind of like we would never do this but mm-hmm. we believe in the product so go figure so we've learned how to be more savvy about asking about what their main mission is and what the campaign's about and our team's gotten better about um pushing back and being like hell no it's so funny sometimes our agents will look at something and they're like i'll put this by you but i know your immediate reaction is going to be hell no but i i just need to i I need to show it to you just in case hell no um yeah no there's a lot that those are those are some great questions and i'm thinking you all listen to the podcast based on the questions like it wasn't like how did you meet you know what I mean? Yeah, which is fine too because some 
you know, there are millions of people. No, that no, are that's not fine. Going to discover our uh, podcast for the first time today. So if it's your go first time listening, the, go back to go back one. to start the things that you learn about growing a business, about everything, how far we've come. You know, some people we, we do interviews and they like they'll remind us of something we we did and we're like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like I don't even. Mm-hmm. You know, we are writing a second book about um, you know based on so many things that we have created, but uh, when we have to go recap and with the team and tell the stories, it's like hearing them again is like hearing them th- for the first time. Totally. Also because, you know, when you when you write it instead of um, experience it, 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 it writes down details that remind you of, of that time. And it's just so, so crazy to think that everything we've done and that, that this year has taken such a turn for our business, but we are getting emails now, guys. We are getting emails. I don't care if the emails are going on tour next December. Mm. Like one of our tour managers was like, oh, so depressing looking at that far. I'm like, that's the opposite of the way I felt. Oh, you got excited. I was like, this is amazing. Like, because 100% next December, these things can be true. So yeah. So if you give me a date that's closer to now, but it may not be realistic, I'm less excited than when I see something that I know that the vaccine will be out and that we can do it. Yeah, totally. And I'm not discouraged by time because if we were discouraged by time, like we, this would have been, there would be no, there would have been no enjoyment in the past year. I just look because some of them were through, um, some of them were through. My uh, daughter's birthday? No, <laughs> just kidding. From, we always do that from the drive-in. Like it starts in July 29, and then that's trying to work mm. on different drive-in, and then we go to mm-hmm. tour, which is like pretty. It's amazing, and like we we just received dates um, and offers and guarantees for um, December of next year, the what beginning does of December. N B O R mean? Let me see. I don't know. I'll have to look into that. Hey, folks! I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this. Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Um, but she sees, she shows you potential, right? Um, and um, it's for all of Canada at the beginning of December. And at the beginning of December, we usually go on tour or something because I always uh, somehow always miss my daughter's birthday. But, you know, it is what it Did is. Did we miss last year, too? So we... I feel like we were home, no? No, I think she... No, I definitely... It, it's happened, I think. Oh, we in, were doing a show downtown. 
As you do. Right? So, Didn't we do it on yeah, that day or something? Sh- or like that? For sure we oh did. Oh, my God. Um, and then we have we also still have dates in for May. Like, I don't know. I guess this all depends on when vaccines get to different um, states. I'm going to ask what so, NBOR means. NBOR. Yeah, I mean. Google it. In tour language, what does NBOR mean? Um, so just the conversation of this is going to be, it's, you know, it's going to, it's going to change so much in the next year. It's going to change so much in the next six months and, um, documenting this one thing that we, oh, net box office receipts, deduct net box office receipts. I don't really know what that means. Mm. Um, but it's going to be fun and it's going to be huge. And I feel like, I feel like when people have their vaccines, it's going to be, People, oh, this is what I want to know about Go when we, we all get vaccines. Okay, so right now they're starting. I'm, I'm seeing more ads coming up for vacations. Okay. Do you think that booking a vacation before the vaccines are out will be less expensive than when everyone's vaccinated and everybody wants to travel? I think, uh, dude, I think that the people who are in the industry don't know. I don't think there is, I don't think that there is. No, but my prediction is, do you think... That booking next November for a hot place will be less expensive than trying to book it in September. And not because of closer to timing, but just because more people will be traveling. I, no. Same price. Yeah. It's really expensive right now, apparently. See, oh, like it's not cheaper. It's not like dirt cheap to mm. go. Because I'm like seeing all these deals come up, like book now before this date and you'll get yeah. it at this price. No, no, no. I think that it'll be everyone who tells me they're traveling right now. It is no, no, no. Let's no let, discount. Let, where do you want to go? And then I also wonder, let's, let's say, say Miami. Okay. Or Vegas. Is why? Why? I mean, I remember we looked at L.A. and I was like, what? And then the other thing is that um, when you, um, well, I forgot. When do you want to leave? I want I'd like to go October 1st. Okay. October. Oh, like next year. Well, yeah, because if I don't get the vaccine until okay. so June. let's try this year, right? Let's try now mm. and then October. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's go on the 16th to the 30th. Of what month? It's December. This short timelines, but okay. Yeah, we're just going to see. Where are we going, Vegas or Miami? Miami. Okay, Miami. Yeah. So round trip is 454 without taxes. Okay. So if we did that, so let's just That's see. pretty great because when I went to Miami with my girlfriends in the middle of the fall one time, it was $550 round trip ticket. Okay, so that is, I mean, uh, so there's what a bunch of taxes, blah, blah, blah. Oh, Miami, that's ironic. That's like the conversation we had on the last podcast or two podcasts ago. Oh, my God, Miami. All um, right, so now I'm going to do October. Yep. And we're going back to Miami? Yeah, yeah. I think we should go, yeah, we're going back to Miami. We might as well do potato, potato, right? Have we ever see. done a Miami show? No, we oh. were close. Um, we want to go in October. Hold on. I'm going to tell you guys 2021. We'll go from, let's say, the 18th to the 24th. Mm-hmm. 304. So much cheaper. Mm-hmm. Let's book it, Dano. Mm-hmm. I am going to sit on my computer and just book some things now. And then oh, gonna, but I, it says prices are currently high for your trip. That's not high. I don't, I, but I guess snowbirds are going to Miami still right now. Sure. I mean, 303 like, for a round trip. Excuse me. People never are. been anywhere for 303. Um, guys, we just did a media tour, so there are these things that you do where it's the media like gamut. I don't know oh, what the word is. My friend, that is not direct, mm. that is you got to click on direct separate tickets. So let's go back to direct. And then you sit in a, in a studio, my basement, and you get hooked in, and they put you in interviews in like 
sometimes like 25 different outlets across uh, Canada and the United States. And you come in and you do the same interview that many times. So today we we did 14 in a row with no breaths in between. You just go, you do your interview, you talk about yourself, you talk about whatever you're working on. Yeah. And then they go, and you're in Sacramento with Jesse. And you go, hi, Jesse. Jesse asks the same questions oh again. And now you're going over to Columbus, Ohio with Karen. Hi, Karen. And you just stay. Some of them are TV and some of them are radio. And it's the weirdest thing. But you can bang out so many interviews, which is so good for like a client who needs their exposure out there. And it was just so funny. But what happened was while I was setting up, one of my daughters was still in the house and I wanted to set up a new set oh so it wasn't gosh. late night live set. I can't believe you did that. So I pushed the table around because I want a backdrop that's more like daytime friendly. And uh, she's like, maybe some decor in the background. I'm like, okay, I take a piece of art. We're like, no, that's kind of getting oh current off. Oh my God, you did so, art yeah, all so, too? Yeah. And then we're like, no, that one's getting cut off. And then we're like, okay, what about this? And then I'm like, oh, my pot, my green pot's too wide for the top. Okay. So then I finally bring down the snow globes from upstairs because I thought they might be cute. So as Taylor goes to put the snow globe down on the desk, this snow globe shatters into 5,000 pieces. Snow globes are known to do that. I've had one that does that in my daughter's room. It's the worst thing in the world because they play with them because I used to bring them back from trips. Remember, like, Mm -hmm, Miami, mm -hmm. like, thing to thing. Miami, yeah. Snow globes. Oh, oh yeah, Miami. So weird. I must be going to Miami soon. We we must be. And oh, my Lanta. It is shards of glass. Uh It is pouring of water Uh because these aren't small. Sparkles, snow, and just... Okay, so then the producers are on the TV staring at me. They hear it and they go... Uh, are you, you okay? We weren't live. Oh my! Oh my God! We, we would have literally done what I did. Act like nothing, nothing was happened. Shards of glass would be bleeding into our legs, and we would continue on like a professional. Oh my God! I even put jeans on, and they couldn't see it. Obviously, don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I know. So they're like, there's all this stuff, and they look at me. Are you okay? I go, yeah, yeah, fine. I just grab a towel. I just shove it to the side. I can hear pouring onto my new carpet and glass everywhere. Thank God, it's only water. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like instead of colored water, or like sugar right like or milk or dog pee right or because right. like, wa- i definitely didn't mop that up water will it'll just try it'll just try Who i mean mopping kidding? is like you know but these oh. are the kind of things and they were like they're like thanks so much for carrying on and doing this video and acting like nothing happened and not even mentioning it on any of your interviews I'm like nobody cares about what just happened to me i know in my basement now actually coffee's s- the worst Oh, coffee's the worst. Spilling a coffee all over yourself is the worst. It's hot, then it gets cold, then it's like Can we just talk about coffee for a second? Then it smells up your pants. I was on my way to your house two days ago and I had coffee and I spilled the coffee on my thing. And I thought, and I felt my mouth and I felt the, the taste of coffee and I thought, I have to say factually, coffee doesn't taste. No, the sugar and the cream taste good. <laughs> So you drink coffee. My mom drinks black coffee, and I'm like, it smells like an ashtray. It smells exactly like an ashtray. It smells like an ashtray. So we are, and then I'm like, why do I drink this? Well, let me just think about this for a second. I don't like the taste in my mouth after, and I'm like, I think I do it because it, because people do it to wake up in the morning, and I feel like I'll be more alive. No, I do it because I just is like, I, I like something to look forward to first yeah. thing in the morning, and I think it's fun to do. I think is it more fun. fun than like a beautiful, fragrant, delicious smelling tea? Yeah, because then you do tea after. So what do we do coffee for other than just looking forward to something? Caffeine, I, right? Well, I never needed caffeine. Neither did I. I didn't do it till I had kids. Me neither. And I actually get like... Um, I I'm actu- not groggy in the morning without coffee. No, me neither. <laughs> Why I, do we drink it? I just... I, I, and I look for... I can't wait for it tomorrow morning. The process. It's a habit. I'm like, I can't... Like, it's like cigarettes. So we could replace it with like milkshakes. 
Oh, yeah, anything. Anything in the morning. It's like a routine. It's like you wake I up. I know. You get your coffee, you brush your teeth. I mean, you brush your teeth, you get your coffee, you like start the day. It's so funny how I it never just want becomes... more than one. But I do like a tea. I like holding something in my hand. Yeah. It's such I a part of our, our, our culture, too, because in Europe, they think we look ridiculous walking around with coffee mugs because they drink their coffee to get their, like, their, at their espresso bars. Do they have Starbucks in Paris? Mm, I don't know. I wonder if they do. But remember when we went to some state? And we ordered coffee with cream, and they were like, "Oh yeah." We were like half and half, and they were like, "What whipping cream?" We're like, "Wait, what?" And they're like, what and they then, "It was England. It was London." Oh, that's why. Yeah, they're like, "What are you talking about?" And then there was some like Americans there, like, "This is what you ask for." They they do milk. Yeah, it's certain. They don't do like cream and half and half. Uh, there is a hundred and seventy-five. United Kingdom has the most coffee stores, which is crazy. Starbucks. Starbucks. Which is crazy because they're like the queen and queen of tea and coffee. I guess London also has so many expats with 175 Starbucks stores. But we carry on big glass, and people in like in Europe are like, "You guys, what are you? What are you doing?" Yeah. They have their espresso shots in the morning for caffeine, and they carry on with their day. I mean, I love, I love holding it. I love drinking it. I love doing the lives with it. I love. I mean, I could. I don't even. I mean, I and I actually don't like good coffee. I don't like the fancy when people are like, I went, I've, I've got this place. It's cold. Oh. It's pressed in a. That's bleh. one. That's one. That was one part. And you'll, you know, when we just, we go over some chapter, we, we tell our stories and then we work with people to come and tell our, bring our stories to life. So this one was that you ordered your regular flat white. Got it. It's never going to, it's never going to fly. No, I really don't. I don't like any fancy coffees. I don't like it when you go someone brings it to me. I don't like going to a fancy hotel. Don't I give don't, me a bag of fancy coffee beans. I'm never no, going to grind them. No, I don't want your moose jar or whatever the fuck it's called or, <laughs> you know, I don't. And I, then some people literally line up for those places and those coffee shops that are able to stay alive bless you. Yeah, no, no. I just like bad coffee. Apparently Starbucks is the worst coffee you could drink. Like it's not beautifully pre- I don't know. No, it is. But it is extremely high in caffeine. <sighs> Which I don't think necessarily coffee. I, I, I worked at a coffee shop and I had to go to where some people's familiars go to wine tasting. I had to go to coffee tasting. Now at this time, I did not drink any coffee and I thought it smelled like an ashtray. Yeah, it does. A dirt and an ashtray. And I ended up finding out that a dark roast actually has less caffeine than a, than a, than a medium roast because it burns the caffeine off. So people would come in and they were very much, they wanted to, uh, to educate the customers. Like, oh do you, what do you want? And they said, I want, I, want I want a dark coffee. And then we had to say, well, do you want it dark or do you want it strong? It was like education. They were like, well, uh, I want a lot of caffeine. We're like, well, then it should be a medium roast. That's terrible. And then you should be like, why? But I like it dark and stormy. If you like a dark flavor, you go dark espresso. If you like a lot of caffeine, don't burn off the caffeine. I was like, oh my. And they were all about education. How long did you work there for? I would say probably for my, the whole last um, year of high school. Did you quit or get fired? Uh, no, I never got fired. You never got fired? Never got fired. Never got fired. Never. And I worked there a lot of the days. Probably like I would have to work. If they put me on six days a week, I'd work six days a week. Were you fearful of being fired? No. Never. I always knew I was like the best employee. Oh, got it. Oh, gosh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The oh, bosses yeah. were always like, I mean, they would know. No. Um, I was never. I did call in sick and got my friends to call in sick for me. What? I was too scared like, to call in Natalie sick. Natalie's sick? Hi, this is Natalie. I'm not feeling well. Oh, I don't think I can make it. My. my friends from school, we had like pay phones in the school. So I get them to call. Oh my. From like a busy hallway. Hi, I'm not yep. feeling well. Yep. I won't be in today. They're like, yeah, yep. fucking right. I hated it every minute 
of every day of every time I went there. Just so you know. Um, okay, well, guys, we have a phone call right now at 1 o'clock. Oh, yeah, and then really excitingly, guys, we're writing a second book. But if, right now, you can get your Mom Truth's book, The Mom Truth Game, Mom Truth Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and give us five stars. And check out Taylor T-A-Y-L-I-V-I. Check out her Instagram. Check out the store. It's for uh, the girl in your life who needs to know she belongs. The girl in your life. Have a great day. Life.